0: we we'll some bacon on a biscuit and let's go! We're burning daylight!
1: Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt.
0: Deadpool approaches, western water crisis looms as California complicates critical water deal. Friends, welcome. My name's Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation, running the board for us, as always, the wonderful Michael Deadshot, our Pio, and producer Jamie Erker, the mighty one. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful we're not getting all the government we are paying for. Headline right here, Deadpool Approaches. Sounds ominous. Western water crisis looms as California complicates critical water deal. I was in Nevada in December with the Western Caucus Foundation. These are all members of Congress and senators from the western United States, and we were talking about the water issues there. We actually went to a water cleaning kind of plant and talked with the leaders there. It's real bad in Nevada. You think it's bad in Colorado. You have no idea. They are banning all lawns in Nevada right now, you can't have any grass. They're limiting any new swimming pools that want to be built. And, in fact, they're even wanting to talk to Mexico about piping water up. It's like the one thing you always thought about Mexico. You never go drink the water. Now they're going to be sending water to New Nevada for people to drink there. A water crisis is looming in the West as seven states struggle to agree on how to divide water from the mighty Colorado River. This is from USA Today. The news keeps swirling. California plays hardball with its neighbors' states. Draconian cuts like lawn bans could be coming, and massive reservoirs approach the dreaded dead pool. The, month's long, the month-long effort got more complex this week when California rejected a plan the other six states had put together, tossing an, an already contentious process into disarray this all matters because the river provides a significant amount of water that makes life in the West possible from Denver to Los Angeles. More than 40 million people depend on the Colorado River to keep their farms flourishing and taps flowing with a 23-year drought that has brought river levels to some of the lowest levels ever recorded. How to reapportion that water has reached a crisis level. Want to know what the West? What about the West's brewing water war? What does that mean for all of us? What's the Colorado River Compact? In 1922, the Colorado River Compact was signed by seven Western states to proportion out water from the river. Who got how much was based after decades of legal wrangling on who was using the most back when the compact was decided. It's basically a first dibs system. States that were using the most water in the 1910s got the biggest share. Those percentages haven't changed haven't changed in a century, but the populations of the states and the amount of water that goes around has changed drastically. Two facts have long complicated the West's water problems. First, populations have soared in drought-stricken regions that depend on the river for water, and second— Agriculture now accounts for most of the water usage from the Colorado River, about 80%. So all of these problems were taking place. The Bureau of Reclamation asked the seven states to come up with a plan to reduce their use of the river's flow by 2 million to 4 million acre-feet per year. You may be asking, what is an acre-feet I didn't even know an acre foot is the amount of water it takes to cover an acre with water one foot deep. That's about 326,000 gallons. The average Californian household uses between one half and one acre foot of water a year. So the average household in California uses 326,000 gallons. So to provide a little context on what this all is going to mean, especially for Coloradans and those that are are Westerners, like you are listening to this, we are very privileged to have on the show Greg the Waterman Walcher. He's the author of Smoking Them Out, The Theft of the Environment and How to Take It Back. Now in its second printing, he writes... A weekly newspaper column on natural resource issues and publishes a blog called Resources and Reality, which has several thousand subscribers nationwide. A fifth generation native of Western Colorado. Waterman Walcher is president of Natural Resources Group, a consulting firm specializing in energy, water, public lands, forestry, wildlife, and other environmental issues. He's also the associate an associate in the respected D.C. environmental permitting firm, Dawson & Associates. He served as, uh, on the governor's cabinet as head of Colorado Department of Natural Resources and as president of a national organization of natural resources cabinet secretaries. Previously, he spent a decade on Capitol Hill working on natural resources, and he's a fellow at the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Greg, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Always happy to talk to you. So, Greg,
0: you had an article in Complete Colorado just a few months ago, declining water levels caused by government, not climate. If I read this USA Today article, it's all climate change. It's climate change and use that are causing the problems, but you have a different theory.
1: It was an interesting article, and I appreciate you walking people through it. Um, But there's there's a huge fallacy right in the middle of it, that a lot of the theory of that writer is based on, and that is that the percentages of the use of water haven't changed over the years, although the amount of water has. The reality is, based on the way the federal government has always administered the interstate compact, the allocations among states are not based on a percentage. They're based on a flat amount of water, literally a fixed amount of water, no matter what the flow of the river is. Hmm. So when the compact divided up the waters among the seven states, it split the upper basin and lower basin in half, so half of the flow of the river belongs to the upper basin and half of that belongs to Colorado. That's ironic because almost all of the water originates in Colorado, but that just tells you one of the main problems we always have here, which is that millions of people in numerous other states are legally entitled to water that's in Colorado. So we're not allowed to use even the water that does come in the form of of snow in Colorado. We just have to uh, let California, it. We have to let it wa- wash right by. Right? Is that what you're saying? That's that's exactly right. Uh, other than the minuscule amount that we're entitled to use in Colorado, and we're not using all of what we're entitled to, and never have. So when the Bureau of Reclamation says they want the states to reduce their share of water or their use of water. Two to four million acre feet—that's the entire amount that Colorado uses uh, in the entire in in, in a year—and so they're asking uh, they're asking that much water um, to be left in in the river. And what's it being left in the river for is for California. California, under the Interstate Compact, was given 4.4 million acre feet of water a year. They're using a million acre feet more than that, and have been for decades. The Bureau of Reclamation refuses to make California live within its means and reduce its use of the river, and instead expects all the other states to do that. So, um, you know, I'm sorry that people in Nevada don't, don't get to have lawns this year. But with all due respect, it isn't our problem. If Nevada, uh, you know, wants additional water out of the river, they can negotiate it with the other lower basin states. But what it really means is they want more water from Colorado. Because Colorado is the only state in the river that does not use its entire share under the Interstate Compact.
0: So California uses a million more acres than they're allotted, and what happens? We they get an angry email? Uh, <laughs> there's
1: no one that no well, one that actually summer,
0: penalizes California for this.
1: This last summer, they didn't even get an angry email. The Bureau of Reclamation went through this exercise and essentially said. If all the states don't come up with a plan that's suitable to us, then we are going to take complete control of the river, throw the interstate compact out the window, <laughs> and decide, we, the federal government, are going to decide who gets how much water every year, whether there's a legal agreement or not. So, hold on, uh, Ga- Gavin, summer,
0: Gavin Newsom's California has now unleashed the federal the power of the federal government upon Six additional states in the western United States. Is that, is that what I'm hearing here, Greg Walter?
1: Well, uh, the, Bureau, the Bureau of Reclamation gave the states 60 days to come up with a plan that is acceptable. And at the, at the end of the 60 days, when the other states all said, no, we're not doing that until we see California doing that. So what did the Bureau of Reclamation do? They took the, they took the additional water from Arizona and gave California a pass. it sounds like california's got some good friends
0: at the bureau of reclamation apparently so right well friends we're talking with greg walcher he's a fellow at the centennial institute he's also an author of the book smoking and them out the theft of the environment and how to take it back he's written an article that kind of challenges a lot of the assumptions about the problems that we're facing in the West with regards to water, and he says that it's caused by government ideas. We're going to continue this conversation for the entire show because this is really, really important. I'm reading another headline here. This is Now, this is coming from Nevada. Single Water District in California to use 11 times more Colorado River water than the entire state of Nevada. So there's these disparities that are taking place that's actually affecting people's livelihoods. And uh, if you look at what's happening in Nevada, it could be an indication what's going to happen to other states as well. We've got to get a hold of this, but it's not all doom and gloom climate crisis that you hear from in the media. And Greg Walters is going to kind of help us understand this. He wrote an article for uh, Complete Colorado titled Declining Water Levels Caused by Government not climate. So we're going to continue this conversation when we come back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. It's sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University.